Okay, hey guys. Even though this is just a bonus session and um, it's totally something new I'm doing for you, um, you're still gonna get the theme song. Here you go. So thanks for listening, and here is the deal. Um, so I am speaking in my sacrament meeting. Yeah, it's my church assembly, basically. It's my congregation, right? My ward um, this week, and I've been working on this talk, and it might kind of suck. Um, the two people I asked are both really nice, but they're also goofy, and they said they like it, but you know how it is when you ask your friends. Especially when you literally send it to them for proofing, and they don't send you any edits back. <laughs> you know... But, you know, you love them, but you can't trust them, right? Because <laughs> I went through and I proved the versions I sent them, and they definitely, there were still definitely things that I changed and fixed, or at least tried to fix. At this point, I might just be making it worse, so whatever here goes, my talk for this week runs, supposed to run like 15 minutes. We'll see how that goes. Um, before I start reading it, I'm just going to like literally say like the time, that way I can remember how much time I basically wasted before we started that way I know whether that was 15 minutes right or stupid me I can just start a timer hold on see these why the bonus sessions get weird guys I'm on my own little wavelength um <laughs> I have my phone separately I can just use a timer on my phone okay so I'm opening my talk right now and I'm going to start reading it so I hope you like it I titled it Faith, Faith, Trust, and Spirit Dust, because I'm a goofball. Faith, Trust, and Spirit Dust. And now I'm going to start my stopwatch in 3, 2, 1. When I was asked to speak at this sacrament meeting, one of my very first thoughts was essentially, oh no. <laughs> one of my next thought was, wait, 15 minutes? If you've listened to my podcast or you've happened to be present when I've spoken at a fast and testimony meeting, let alone if you've been caught me, you know, if you've caught me in a one-on-one -on -one setting, you already know that knowing when to shut up is not my forte. If I can spitball off the top of my head for just a few minutes, we're good. We are in control. If I write an outline, I don't stick to it anyways. If I'm going to get to yapping for more than a couple of minutes, I'm a rambling mess of tangents that go nowhere and everywhere at the same time. So I wrote this all down word for word, and it is um, now my job to try to behave and simply read it. Pun intended. I'm supposed to have roughly 15 minutes, and I've already blown at least one of them with my nonsense. So let's begin, shall we? If you haven't met me, now you have. My name is Reed, and I moved here from Minneapolis last spring. I suppose you can't really call what I did moving. Not proper moving, anyway. When I arrived in the area, I didn't have a place to live, and I hadn't been officially hired at the job I was counting on either. Not yet, anyway. I had packed my truck and either trashed or donated everything that didn't make the drive with us. Us being me and my doggo. His name tag reads as Marley Miller the Moose, a.k.a. His Majesty, and I won't apologize for it either. 
We ventured halfway across the country living on a lot of prayers because my former primary employer penalized me for resigning. To make up for the contract violation, they had withheld roughly two, nearly $3,000 of my pay. I'm a paycheck-to-paycheck kind of gal, and that should have been devastating. Keyword, z should have been... It wasn't. Help poured in from even the most unexpected parties to help make my version of moving possible. When I gained the impression I needed to move to Utah, I knew it couldn't be helped. It simply had to be done. I drove here in a mean green, four-wheeled death machine known as Old Bessie. That grand old reliable was only sent to the scrapyard a few weeks ago, so may she rest in peace. I've only been a member of this church since December 4th of 2021, so I knew I still had so much more to learn. I still have so much more to learn, and I knew I needed to do the next wave of it here. The rising count of -of out-of-this-world experiences I've had in Utah has helped reaffirm time and time again that I made the right choice. Right before the April General Conference of 2022, I had arrived here thinking I was only going to visit. A single week, yet a long story later, I was on my way back to Minnesota entirely aware that I was going to sort out my affairs and be on my way back to Utah for good. Well, at least for a while. But I suppose we can save the story for later, since I asked to speak I was asked to speak about being faithful. That's all they told me. I had no idea where to even start, but once I did, by the grace of God, we were off to the races. Bishop Newbold can confirm that I'll talk your ear off right right off if you let me. I have so many stories I could tell that still give me pause. I have so many stories I could tell you that still leave me feeling baffled as to what I could ever do to repay even a fraction of the mercy and earnest love and tender signs God has sprinkled throughout my life. Sister Johansson said something last week that reminded me of a simple way I could sum a lot of it up for you. She had commented on, I don't even remember what, but she stated something along the lines of how I had an extra dusting of the spirit thrown on me. I've always liked the phrase, Faith, dust, and faith, trust, and pixie dust. I kid you not, there are key words tagged on my podcast like the wackadoo I am. Now I'm standing here today hoping to help inspire all of you to remember faith, trust, and spirit dust. In this church, we were taught to believe that there's a divine thread of DNA that runs in all of us as God's children. If you haven't tapped into yours lately, I invite you to consider this as a point-blank reminder to do so. At the September event where Alex Boy stood at this very podium, he challenged us to walk not with arrogance or simply meek but healthy confidence, but with God-fidence. I hope we can all push ourselves to make each other feel like, ooh, your God-fidence is showing. And the living prophet, oh, sorry. In the April General Conference of 2022, President Russell M. Nelson, our chief leader, our living prophet, asked us all to not only seek miracles, to pray for them, but to expect them too. Even though there was no rhyme or reason logically, as in statistically speaking, for me to trust that things would work out in Utah, I knew with every fiber of my being that I had to go. If not right then, then soon after. I knew I was going no matter how many obstacles he who shan't be named threw at me because the impression did not waver. Even considering going back on my decision would form this feeling of like this awful queasy pit in my stomach. 
It was clear, and all I had to do was trust that it was happening for a reason. The adversary has a nasty little habit of radically increasing both feelings and circumstances of opposition to deter us from our next big move. He works day and night to trip us up as we fight to climb the next mountain in our lives. But in times of trial, I do my best to remember God is always moving mountains as well. If you were at our last YSA State Conference, you had the opportunity to hear from and meet the Yaggies. They're incredible. The last time I saw Sissy Yaggy in person, she explained one thing she does that I now do that I think could benefit us all. It is within your power to actively combat thoughts and emotions that are born of Satan's very real influence in our lives. There's an action we choose to do. You don't have to physically grind your foot or heel into the ground as we do. You can just think the thought in the back of your mind. My body is a temple and you may not enter it. Okay, hear me out. Your body is a temple, is it not? It's a sacred work of art created by your heavenly father one atom at a time. So say it. It's not a drill. Say it either to yourself or in your head, whatever floats your boat, but repeat after me. My body is a temple and you cannot enter. Now once more. My body is a temple and you cannot enter it. When you turn to the Savior, when you capitalize on the spirit you've been dusted with, when you trust God will give you strength, you will remember to recognize Satan for the measly fly that he is. You can shoo him away as Moses did. Moses 1.16 opens with, get thee hence. You can imagine yourself crushing the serpent's head with the heel he has struck as Jesus did. Whatever your purposes are in this life, they were entrusted to you, meaning you are trusted by God, meaning you are seen and respected. Whatever need be done shall be done because God so loves this world that he never gives us more than we can handle. We may not handle our trials as well as we would like to, but one baby step at a time, we will survive everything the enemy throws at us. We are children of God, and our Heavenly Father is always on our side. I wear a bracelet that has Joshua 1, 9 engraved on it. If you were to look it up, it reads as, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. I was taught a long ago that taking actions that are opposite to our emotions is often vital. On the wheel of polar points, it is the faith that opposes fear. So consequently, on the flip side, if you are afraid, it is the product of lacking faith. Or worse yet, if you are lacking faith, it is because you have allowed yourself to fall victim to fear. Also in April of 22, Elder Holland challenged us to fear not and believe only. So why aren't we? Where is our confidence? How do we find a little more faith, trust, and spirit depth? Sometimes we process things in reverse. I try to practice being faithful by at least trying to not be fearful. What have, what have I to fear? I am the daughter of the King of Kings. I am the spiritually begotten child of Jesus the Christ, our Lord and Savior, the light and redeemer of the world. I am heavily dusted with spirit magic. I'm a member of the covenant that has changed my life more in a single year than I would have previously believed like might ever be possible for me. So what do I have to fear? The answer should be nothing. But in all reality, we're hardwired to be afraid of apparently pretty much everything, right? It's a part of the mortal experience. 
So to circle back to one of my very first things I said, when I'm starting to be fearful, I try to remember simple ways to tap back into my true identity in the eternal perspective. I try to remember I have nothing to fear for our God, the great I am, is always with me. And in case you're wondering, yes, I'll be attempting to get off of my soapbox now. No promises. I'm doing my best to remember the most powerful teacher in any room is always without question the Holy Ghost. Nothing I say, no matter how fiery, will ever compare to the gentle, or sometimes not so gentle, nudges nudges of the Spirit working tirelessly to touch your heart and guide you closer to the Savior. I cannot tell you how often I pray to either be given a chance to be useful, to be given the strength to be patient, loving, and kind, or to be given the grace of allowing a hard feeling or moment to pass. I also fast plenty of other things besides just fasting food once a month. When I feel I need an extra dash or particularly an extra scoop of spirit dust, all sorts of things like get the boot. It's my own personal spin on the Catholic concept of Lent, and I can promise you if you're brave enough to try it and fight your way through it, Heavenly Father will acknowledge your effort no matter how small it might be at first. I'm probably most notorious for fasting soda and fast food, but there's times that music-wise, I'm steadily listening only to things I'm personally playing or singing. Um, no streaming, no gaming, no reading things at length that don't have a firm spiritual foundation. Elbow, elbow, wink, wink. No television, no radio. Those who are called and authorized to issue patriarchal blessings often give up these sorts of worldly things for a reason. I invite you all to consider whether or not there's something you could give up for a while even if only for a few days or maybe a week. Even if you decide to give up something that you think is stupid, like chewing gum or staying up hours and night watching TikToks. Every time you think about it, every time you refuse to do that thing, you've given yourself another moment of actively remembering who you are, what you stand for, and why. I practice being faithful by trying to force myself to do things that I typically wouldn't want to do on my own volition. The less I want to do it, sometimes the more I need to do it. I try to not give up. If I'm having a hard time reading my scriptures, I try playing them on audio. If it sounds like gibberish I can't actually seem to focus on or process, then I switch to listening to a podcast or I try to make some extra time for an institute class or even just shooting someone a text. When something I hear or experience doesn't sit right, I ponder on my own, but I also stick my neck out and ask others for input if I can't shake the feeling. I go to the temple a lot, and I try to invite others to come too. If I feel an impression, no matter how big or small, I try to follow it. I don't always succeed. Is it always divine intervention anyway? Probably not. Not directly and tangibly anyway. We were all built with a conscience and we're all capable of intuition. God has not revoked my agency, but he certainly has found amazing ways to teach me why he doesn't have to. I can use it to choose to do the right thing as best as I can. I can choose to respect the perfections of my imperfections, and I can choose to trust that God still loves me and still highly regards me when my best doesn't always look the same from one day, week, month, season, or even decade compared to the next. One of my favorite things to tell myself as of late is we can't all be perfect at everything. What would be the fun in that? There's so much beauty in all of our differences. In Ether 12.27, we are taught that we are only given weaknesses so that we might remain humble. 
And we're reminded that our Heavenly Father can and will, in fact, turn our weaknesses into our strengths. Do not get me started on how many of my darkest moments eventually wound up serving as the fuel and backstory of the brightest light I can offer to other people from time to time. I seek to clear the path for the spirit in my life when I know it's begun to lack because I expect it will guide me closer to our Savior's path, ultimately helping me grow even closer still to our Heavenly Father. The fastest race, the most graceful dance, the farthest hike are all achieved one step at a time. I received my endowments this week. Yes, I said it. One of those. I received my endowments. I took nothing. I accepted the next level of gifts and blessings that are beyond measure from my Heavenly Father. I trust that I gained the ability to add more to the cause. Thank you for those of you who attended or wanted to and just couldn't make it. It was wonderful. It wasn't full of insecurity or desperation to simply get it over with, like my baptism, in part, was. My trust in all three facets of the Godhead has grown to the point that every faint and rare inkling that I might not be ready was squashed like the lowly little bug who made the mistake of planning those distrustful and fearful thoughts in my mind in the first place. To anyone who hasn't been through the temple in that manner yet, I hope that conquering your trials one fear at a time will help you find your way along the covenant path one baby step at a time. Don't dawdle, but don't rush. Just this week, a friend reminded me of a time I told her, God's timetable is epic. You're going to be just fine. Such a read thing to say. Like, if you ever need an extra little bit of spirit dust, reach out. There's plenty to go around. And I leave these things with an... Oh, and I leave these things with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, kids. So that ran about 1536... When I ran it in my head earlier, it was about 15, 18. Uh, I know I blooped a couple times in the beginning there until I got in a rhythm. And I'm not sure if I was going too fast in the beginning. But, like, I feel like I'm kind of on the mark, right? Like, it should probably average out at about 15 minutes. They said just make sure I don't go, like, closer to 20. So I think we did it. <laughs> I don't know, though. Um, thank you for listening. Um, you guys rock. Let me see if I can pull up your your anthem here. Play your outro your outro which if you listen to session three my most recent like actual podcast episode episode <laughs> my episode my third episode is out guys um but uh, if you listen to it i played more like length of the tune so like you could hear it more speaking of music this is a stupid tangent i'm sorry if you're still listening to me ramble right now okay stupid tangent but like if you haven't checked out my music please do i mean come on um, TikTok, I'm under Ridicule Dust. It's spelled super dumb. Just search like TikTok, read the lame, I'll come up. Okay. And uh, YouTube, if you open YouTube and just type in my initials, R M L D R, um, that'll pop right up there. If you also like ever want to reach out to me or like ask me questions that you want me to try to include on the podcast answering, then just Google my name, you know, read the lame, um, and I should come up. Um, and then if you use Facebook, there's also like a public Facebook group. It's really small, but you can post, you can get added to that and post in there if you have something you want to say, but whatever. I shouldn't be saying this on a bonus episode, but better than not saying it all. And the last thing I'll add super randomly is 
Pandora is not working, so there's like nothing I can do about it. Like if you go in Pandora and like search for this podcast there, it works. But for some reason from my website feed, like it, the link doesn't work and I need to contact them, but I am so busy guys. I'm so sorry. So thanks again for listening. And I'm really going to shut up this time. Here's your outro. Marvel Comics now, talking at the end, see if you listen this long, JK, but honestly, I forgot to tell you, if you don't know it, that music's mine, like it is, so if you like it, then you should probably check out my music, even though I'm in this weird phase right now, or I don't even know what my music is anymore, so, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, have a good day, thanks for listening.